Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 146. So this week, I was without power for about 72 hours. I've been in Austin for most of the winter, and I came down here to get away from the snow and <laughs> and the cold. The best laid plans, oh mice and men. Now, I was pretty lucky. The power didn't go out here until Wednesday afternoon, and it came back on Saturday afternoon. So that's three days when the temperature was in the low 20s. And a lot of people were out of power for five days, six days. They had icicles in their houses. They had to live through nights when it got down to like eight degrees, nine degrees. I was laughing with a friend of mine about what terrible preppers we are. <laughs> We're always talking about how things are falling apart. I saw the weather forecast for Austin, but I didn't bother to prepare because I was so complacent. I still had this, this I think what Douglas Adams describes as somebody else's problem mindset. I still, I still believed that other people were going to take care of my problems. I still trusted that other people were going to keep the lights on and, you know, the roads passable, and they were going to make sure somehow that there was still food on the shelves at the grocery store. The host of the Airbnb I'm staying at is a good prepper. She had candles. She had matches. She had these like fire sticks, which light really easily. She had fire logs, which light really easily. She had a lot of wood, a lot of wood in Austin. I was talking to a guy who said, I think they haven't had a situation like this since the 1800s. And yet when things went south, she had all of these things available for me. So while the power was out, I was building these fires and I was just very grateful. <laughs> I was very grateful for the heat. And, you know, I was nervous. I was nervous getting into bed at least the first night because I didn't really understand how bad it might get when the temperature outside dropped to 21. So as a result, I really bundled up before going to bed. I had two layers of socks. I had two layers of bottoms. And then and then on top, I had this like long sleeve thick shirt. And then this thin pullover I still have from business school with a pocket that I put my contact case into because I was worried that they were going to freeze. And then, <laughs> and then on top of that, I had this like thicker zip up with my phone in the pocket because I was worried about that freezing. And then on top of that, I had a hoodie and then my North Face jacket on that. <laughs> so that was five layers. And then the bedclothes start to heat up. I start to heat up. And then over the next hour or so, I do this. <laughs> I do this, this sort of slow motion Diana Von Tees strip show. First, the socks come off. And then, then the North Face jacket. And then I take off one layer of the bottoms. And then the hoodie. And then the other bottom layer. So now I'm just in a pair of boxer briefs. Scandalous. And then one by one, the other top layers come off. And pretty soon I'm like completely naked. <laughs> a thermal image of the house would have just shown all blue everywhere. Except for what would have looked like me lying down wearing this like wide frilly dress 
And that one image would have been in red <laughs> because, because the bedclothes essentially formed this airtight fan shape of, of warmth, of heat. So this night, which I had been pretty nervous about, actually turned into a very pleasurable experience because, because under the bedclothes just became an oven. And then, do you guys do this? You have this thing where you start to get hot at night and then you shift your feet and you try to find the little cold patches in the bed and then the rest of you is deliciously warm, but your feet and then maybe your hands against the wall are cold and, and that contrast, that tension is just, it's just delicious. Oh, also on the second night, I did this thing where I took a little candle and I put it in a glass. It's amazing what a difference that made to the bedroom. It turned a dark room into this into this orange cave with a warm flickering light. And and the glass that the candle was in created a I don't know how to describe this, a a bat signal. <laughs> it created like a wobbly bat signal on the ceiling. Each morning when I got up it felt like I had won this little battle. <laughs> and there was something very peaceful about waking up in a cold bedroom in a warm bed. I was lying there just thinking about how everyone, until only a few generations ago, lived like this. They went to sleep when the sun went down. They got up with the sun. They built fires to get warm. That second morning, I got up. I think it was 40 degrees inside, and I could see my breath, which definitely makes you move faster in the mornings. <laughs> so I got up, I made a fire, I made coffee on the fire, I cooked on the fire, and then I was sitting outside in the sun, listening to it rain, essentially, as the snow and the ice melted. And some of the snow, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but if the snow is just right, it doesn't melt, it kind of mists. It looks like it's just misting away, as though, as though it were like smoldering. Anyways, that was my week. I'll catch you later.